Hey guys and welcome to my podcast. Today I'm joined once again by Chloe. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about J.K. Rowling. Ooh. Yes. Of course, she's had a bit of controversy over the past few years. Few years ever since Potter finished. A lot of controversy. It's a little bit. So obviously, with the Harry Potter books being released between 1997 and 2007, and then the movie adaptations between 2001 and 2011, which obviously went really well. They've made it. They've made billions of dollars she's now like one of the jk rowling's now like one of the most richest Richest people people in the world which is insane you know they've got a huge worldwide fan base you know i think there's very few people that don't like have either read seen or like a harry potter or at least heard of yeah you you've definitely heard of it i think even if you've not seen it or read it or anything like that it's got a huge fan base but since it's finished, obviously, with filming and with the books. J.K. Rowling has kind of made a few changes to canon. Just a few. Yeah, a few. Yeah, <laughs> that a lot of fans just aren't quite happy about in general. They're a bit strange, a bit out there, a bit she's uncalled been, for. She's been digging herself some holes. She's been digging herself some holes. I don't think she's going to get out of. Not I think, easily. I think the damage has been done. Yeah. But so it really kicked off in 2016 with the release of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the two-part stage play, which was actually written by Jack Thorne, but based on the ideas by J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. Jack Thorne, and John Tiffany. Yeah. Which is weird because I don't think, I definitely didn't realise that it was actually <laughs> written by Jack I Thorne. I didn't know that either. You know, it doesn't help because on the cover of the book, it says J.K. Rowling in big letters. If you're looking at it from... Just a normal distance. Yeah. You wouldn't really see Just seeing the it on the underneath. shelf. Yeah. You'd see J.K. Rowling. You'd see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. But unless you were specifically looking underneath that, then you would see, you know, John Tiffany and Jack Thorne's names. It makes sense because it is her world and her creation. But if she didn't play the biggest part, the yeah. main role in writing this play, then her name shouldn't be it that prominent be on the cover. It shouldn't be the biggest one. Like, you should at least have Jack Thorne and J.K. Rowling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, same size, together, as one, mm-hmm. not by J.K. Rowling and Jack Thorne and John Tiffany. seems like we're being pedantic, but I think it's because people don't realise. Yeah, I mean, I definitely <laughs> didn't realise until I was looking up, obviously, the release date for this, and it was, like, written by Jack Thorne. Like, I was like, I, oh. I read it when it came out, and I didn't same. notice... I didn't. I have this book. Yeah. And I still and you didn't would notice. think that you would notice it. You think like you would three notice. authors on the cover. <laughs> but no, it just completely slipped by. I mean, I think that's quite important when you think about it because it's obviously she had some input and obviously she had to agree to this, otherwise yeah. it wouldn't happen. And it's it's not like it was just a book, it's now a stage show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's, it's on the West End. Mm-hmm. I think they're obviously talking about taking it to other countries. Mm-hmm. It's a successful show, clearly, otherwise it would be done by now. Yeah, true. But people still don't seem to realise that it's not her that really wrote it. Yeah. But I think you can also tell, I think, mm. in part. So the more I think back on it, the more I'm like, hmm. Not really her her signature. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was it's five-year gap in between The Last Potter and The Cursed Child. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that it's enough time for someone to miss Harry Potter, I think, and then you start reading it. I mean, one of the reasons I was so excited about this it because it's like it's like coming home, isn't it? Like, yeah. we're at that age. Obviously, you're eighteen. Yeah. I'm twenty one. We've grown up with this. Yeah, 
this was our childhood. Like I remember whole so childhood. Lit- it was literally your whole childhood. Yeah. Oh my god! Because like the book, the first book came out the year I was born. The first film came out just the after year you were after born. I was born. Yeah. Like it is lit. We've literally grown up through this, so it's a huge part of us. And I think a lot of people our age, it's a whole part of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's gonna continue to be. And obviously, you feel really protective over it as well. So I think. I mean, I definitely, one of my friends didn't really, I don't think she's read it and I don't think she had any intention of because mm-hmm. it's just, it's not Potter. Right. Like, it's obviously Harry Potter, but it's not the same thing. It's not the original books. It's not the originals. It's not what we grew up with and it definitely shows when you read it because obviously I picked it up because I really wanted to because it's something I've had so long and grew up with and it's like, it's like coming home. It's like we're back, mm-hmm. Hogwarts, Harry... But then it's not Harry because it's actually his son. Mm. Like, when you think about it, why is it Harry Potter and the Cursed Child when it is his son? I think... Is but is he... Albus Potter, yeah. Is Harry still the Cursed Child? I don't know, because there's this whole debate on who is the Cursed Child. Because it could be Harry, obviously, which I think is the obvious answer. Yeah. J.K. Rowling has said it is not Voldemort. <laughs> it could be Delphi. Oh. It could be Scorpius Malfoy. There are a lot of cursed children. There is a lot of cursed play. children. These poor kids. But there's, <laughs> there, it's never been like actually said who the cursed child is. Hmm. And I don't think I don't think it's Harry, because it's not on Harry, is it? It's no. definitely it's not really Harry's story. But then not... it all circled back to the night that Cedric died. Well, like the very last big climactic scene that happens is. Um, in Godric's Hollow when Voldemort yeah. killed them and they just have to sit by and watch. Yeah, when they killed That's why I thought it was Harry, but I, I still don't know. Yeah. But it's like, it's almost like they were trying to pull it back round to Harry. Mm-hmm. Like, from Albus. Yeah. Potter, not Dumbledore. <laughs> like, just in case we're getting confused. But it's like, I don't know, it just felt like so many different things and it's like, like, to me, it almost feels like a fan fiction. Yeah. Not an actual novel. It's like, this is something, obviously, if you haven't read the book or seen the play, it's about Albus Potter, Harry's kid, and Scorpius Malfoy, Draco's kid. They Doesn't Albus end up in Slytherin? Yeah. With Scorpius. And this is kind of where it all backs I... off. And then they meet Delphi, who you then oh, find out. Is, is Voldemort's child. Voldemort and Bellatrix and Stranger's kid. This is why it sounds like fan fiction. <laughs> and this is why it sounds like fan fiction. This is, I think this is the big problem people have with that. I think people could have got past the time turner stuff. They mm-hmm. could have got past, like, you know, almost like the alternate reality kind of thing. Like the what if. What if. Harry Ced- had died. What if Cedric had, had lived. lived. Kind of thing. Like, it's definite like that would have been really interesting to read but i think the whole point of delphi being voldemort's kid it threw a lot of people but part of the essence of voldemort's character is that he's supposed to be this whole like this fundamentally evil character loveless like giving him a child humanizes him yeah and that's not the point mate. the fact that he spent seven books dehumanizing him and the fact that he you know Slept with Bellatrix. That those things it doesn't add up. Are completely no out of character. It's completely. It's just. It's so random. And I mean, like you say, it humanizes him, and you're not supposed to really do that. I you're mean, not supposed to sympathize with him. You're not supposed to. Symp- I don't. I don't think giving him a kid sympathizes makes you sympathize. But with it him. just changes. I think it's just completely random. It's like 
this like I said, this is something someone would randomly write in a fan fiction. Because <laughs> I know there was there are people that ship like Voldemort and Bellatrix. Yeah. I mean, each to their own. <laughs> I personally don't. No. You do. I don't. You. I mean, there's people that Voldemort ship Hermione anyone. and Draco, and I've never understood. Oh that. no, I I don't like new. No. I've never understood no. that. I never will understand that. No. I never will understand Voldemort and Bellatrix either. Because, I mean, Bellatrix is married. Yeah. First of all, this is my first question when I see people, like, with their Voldemort and Bellatrix's kid. Where the hell's her husband? Because I swear he doesn't die until the last Deathly Hallows. Until it, until Deathly Hallows. Was he even in the books that much? He was definitely there. Because he says... Because, obviously, in um, Goblet of Fire, when they're in the graveyard, Voldemort says the Lestrangers. Mm. Plural. What's his name? I can't even Rodolphus. remember. Rodolphus. Rodolphus the Strange. So obviously they were in Azk- They went to Azkaban together. They were still in Azkaban together. I'm pretty sure he does get out of it and he's in like Order of the Phoenix when, when she gets out of Azkaban. When she breaks never... out, does he go with her? I assume so. I assume okay. he's not just going to sit in Azkaban and go, nah, I'm good to her. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll just rot away in here. Like, I don't want any part of this. I don't think... He, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's he's there and he's in, like, the Hall of Prophecies in the fifth one. Maybe I he think was okay with it. Maybe he was okay. That's... Maybe they had a, it's the poly relationship maybe again. Maybe they like, pulled a Christina, Mark, and Kieran. Yeah, from <laughs> Shadowhunters. But, like, I... That's... I just don't get it. Like, he's obviously not dead. I mean, I'm pretty sure... He's definitely... I'm pretty sure he's there. Like, obviously, it's been a while since I've read I the book. So I'm not 100% sure... That he is, but I have a gut feeling that he is. So, number one, why the hell was he? Mm-hmm. And where was there even time for them okay. to do this? Because we have I... looked at this. Oh, we yeah, have we looked, looked at, the... at this. We went through this. We spent a good half an hour of our time researching this. There's yeah. the theory, because Bellatrix, I think, in the book, The Half-Blood Prince, mm-hmm. she's in the beginning, obviously, when she makes the unbreakable vow with Snape. Yeah. Well, she Wait, isn't. She, yeah, she does it. How do you pronounce her sister's name? Narcissa. Narcissa. <laughs> it's like this whole debate me and my brother used to have on. Is it like Narissa? He always used to say Nariska. Uh, I don't think I that's don't know right. why, but okay, Narcissa. I always said it as like, because she's narcissistic. Oh, very nice. <laughs> so, Narcissa. Back on to the point. Um, obviously, she's with those two when they do the Unbreakable Vow at the very beginning of Half of the Prince. But then in the books, at the end, when Dumbledore is killed and there's kind of like that little battle going on between the Order and the Death Eaters at the she end of Half of the Prince, in the book, she is not there. In the film, she is there. Oh, that's why I'm getting confused. Yeah, in, she's not there in the book, but she is there in the film. So, I mean, really, you've got the film contradicting She must not have been away. planning it. That must have just been coincidental. Yeah. And the whole, obviously, the whole fan theory is that she wasn't there in the battle at the end of Half-Blood Prince because she was heavily pregnant with Voldemort's kid. But that brings me back to the fact that during the entirety of Deathly Hallows, when they are wreaking havoc and killing people left, right and centre, okay. they have a child somewhere. What, did they get a babysitter? <laughs> yeah, which, which death... It, maybe it was Rodolphus doing the babysitting. <laughs> he was doing the babysitting. I like, I well. don't... You know, I just can't imagine someone having a kid and then... I mean, obviously, during Deathly Hallows, Tonks and Lupin have a kid. And Tonks is Bellatrix... No, Tonks is Bellatrix's niece, obviously. Oh, yeah. So I can't see you (laughs) having a child... At the same time as your niece. (laughs) And then, yeah, but... And then killing the parents 
of that child. Like, you have had a child the same time somebody else has had a child, and you mm-hmm. are just okay with killing the parents of one of those kids and leaving oh, that child point. parentless. Like, I don't think someone would be okay with that. No. You know what I mean? Like, she just goes, like, Bellatrix doesn't care. Like, she's insane. She can't be, like, stable, like, um, caring enough to have a kid. Yeah. And, care- and then just kill careless them, enough to kill one. To kill all these people. I mean, she clearly didn't care. I mean, she clearly had no problem torturing Hermione. Oh, yeah. Either as well. So there's all of this. And it just, it doesn't add up when you think of all of this. I mean, I don't think someone can. Obviously, everyone always says, like, Bellatrix was obsessed with Voldemort. I think J.K. Rowling said this. Maybe, yeah. That she was obsessed with Voldemort. But if you had a child, I mean, even when they're at Malfoy Manor in Deathly Hallows, I assume that's where the child would be. Yeah. But they're all just casually torturing Hermione and putting everyone in dungeons. When Where's the kid? Being babysat by Rodolphus upstairs. Wormtail. Oh, yeah, Wormtail's Wormtail. doing the baby I would not let him near I would not let him near anyone. Child. I wouldn't let him near me. No. But it's like, it just, it does not fit. Even if you consider the fact that she wasn't there at the end of Half-Blood Prince. With everything that happens in Deathly Hallows, it doesn't make sense. No. Like, it's... It's just unfathomable. Like, it is literally a fan fiction. It is <laughs> she's, not... She's written her own fan fiction. She's written her own fan fiction. You've heard of fan fictions being turned into books. This is a book that is literally fan fiction. Being We've turned gone into a stage play. Being turned into a stage play. Yeah. And it's just... I com- I completely understand why people disregard Cursed Child now. Because well, there are yeah. obviously certain fans completely separate it from canon. I, I don't consider it canon. I don't consider it canon. As well as, because Delphi, I mean, Delphi's a nut as well. Yeah. And it's just... I mean, you're not, not surprising. Who raised her? I mean, it doesn't... You. It's never even addressed, I don't think, in Cursed Child, who raises her. I don't think. No. No. So who the hell raised her? I, mean, I just know that lie. she was working for that... Um... Who the hell told her she was Voldemort's kid? I'm not going to lie, but if that was true, you would not be telling her, by the way, this was your dad. Like, I personally wouldn't. You wouldn't want someone to know that that was their parent, would you? No. It must I mean, have been, like, a Death Eater. Then. But, what ha- but, like, but the all Death the- Eaters were all arrested, other than the Malfoys, who were obviously pardoned because Narcissa saved Harry's life. Yeah. And they wouldn't have raised her. And they wouldn't have done it. Wait, what's Cedric's dad's they name? They might have done it. I mean, that was still their niece. But obviously it would have been mentioned, because, I mean, Scorpius would have known. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Scorpius had no idea who she was. Mm. And he didn't Surely. like her. Mm. It's all strange. It's there are lots strange. of holes. There's just, there is a lot of plot holes. And when you think about it, the more, like, unfathomable it gets. Yeah. It's just... And that's just one part of the story. <laughs> Amos Diggory, by the way. Oh, thank you. You're trying to think of Cedric's dad's name. It came <laughs> to me. I was like, it's A, A, Yeah, a. because she, like, worked for him or something. Oh, yeah, she, she was Amos Diggory. She was carer. But how did she get there? I have absolutely no idea. See, this confusing. is what I mean. The more you think about it, the more you're like, this doesn't make sense. Mm. That doesn't make sense. But, but then there's also, like, Teddy Lupin. Oh, don't. Not in the play at all. I can't. I will never... Okay, I get the fact that, obviously, some people are very upset with Sirius's death. Some people are very upset with Fred's death. I will never forgive J.K. Rowling for killing Remus Lupin and Nymphadora Tonks. Okay, she can make all the changes she wants. That is the one thing I will never ever forgive her for, because that oh, and not only that, painful. You kill them a few months after they've had a child. 
You make Harry the godfather of that and child. Then and then when you, you make do a, you... a book slash play... Harry never even raised him. On, her, on Harry's kids. And you never even see the child he was a godparent of. I mean, I understand that probably Tonks' mum probably raised her. His their teddy even. Not her. <laughs> yeah, but... Shouldn't it? It should have gone it to Harry, have, surely. Or at least, like, both of them. When it... Trading off or Yeah, something. I mean, the whole point of a godparent is, is you take care of them when the parents die. I mean, obviously, Sirius would have had call over Petunia and Vernon of mm-hmm. Harry had it not all gone down the way it had. So surely Harry had more of a stake over Andromeda. Yeah. But obviously, I assume Harry being like eighteen at the time. So it must have like been Andromeda. It would have first. gone to Andromeda, but, but you then... still should have taken over at some point. I mean, when you consider the fact that Harry's kids are what five years younger than Teddy, if that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know you... exactly. Well, it is because they're in Albus is in first year, and I think Teddy's in like last year, isn't he? He's not. Yeah, but he, that means but he I mean, should be in it. Not even that though, because Albus isn't even Harry's oldest kid. Oh yeah, doesn't James. he have one like a few years older? So James. isn't Teddy only about three or four years older than Harry's oldest kid? Be. So if you can have your own child like four years later, you could have taken care of Teddy. But you didn't. <laughs> but you didn't. And it annoys me. Like one of the things I was really hoping for in Cursed Child was that you saw Teddy. Yeah, because then you because because then it's like you kind of have. Remus I mean, and Tonks back. If anyone wanted him. to get a time turner and change what happened, wouldn't it be Teddy wanting to go back and get his parents back? Yeah. Like, that's my logic. I mean, obviously that's what Delphi did, but, like, her parents were nutters. It doesn't make any sense what James and Scorpius did. No. To go James save... Scorpius? I'm... Whatever. Albus and Scorpius. Albus. <laughs> like, I don't... It's just... Oh. Teddy would have more sense than that, probably, but still. That's a good point. He's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. He has a brain in his head. But, like, I just don't know. And I can't believe he wasn't in it. I was so disappointed. I mean, the fact that he's not even mentioned. Do you think she just forgot about him or intentionally? I'm positive she's just forgot. She has to have. She has to have completely forgot. I'm going to tweet her and ask, what happened to Teddy Lupin? I need to know. I'm sure thousands already have done that. I need a spin-off. A Teddy Lupin book. A Teddy Lupin book. Just so I can have a bit of Lupin Tonks back. Oh, damn it. I mean, it's, it's just so bad. And I mean, obviously, all the plot holes in Cursed Child aside. Mm. Obviously, it was written and released 2016. And when they obviously cast the play, mm-hmm. there was the notable change with the fact that Hermione in the films was obviously played by Emma Watson, mm-hmm. who is white. In the play, she was cast, a black woman was cast, mm-hmm. and J.K. Rowling then decided to make the comment that Hermione's skin colour was never, never specified. specified in the books. But I saw somewhere that some fan found like a sentence or something from one of the books that said something, something, Hermione's white face. Mm. So you, I mean, surely you can't write eight books without mentioning someone's skin tone. And surely, even someone said about her, her J.K. Rowling's drawings. Yeah, and obviously you've obviously got like, what's the word I'm looking for? Fan art, J.K. Rowling's drawings. Mm-hmm. If the character was unspecified, wouldn't you have already said by now? Oh, by the way, her colour's not specified. You can colour like 
you can draw her as this mm -hmm. or you do or you as the author would do some with her being white and some with her being black you know it's just she made the change for the sake of obviously wanting to seem what's the word Inclus inclusivity yeah, is that right inclusivity yeah. but it's like she's she's forcing it and everybody knows when they made that change like obviously some people praised her for it but at the same time i just feel like you're trying to make your way out of something i mean it is good that she's like being inclusive but it's after the fact it's after the fact i mean wasn't she part of casting and stuff for the films yeah why did you not say something back then no idea. In 2001. It means because she, she hadn't thought of it yet. <laughs> no, she, it's not that she hadn't thought of it yet. It's because she was fully on board with the fact that Hermione was white. Yeah. She didn't She'd... care. So, yeah. I mean, obviously the films obviously did cast obviously a lot of extras and stuff. People of colour for extras. But again, at the same time, they were extras. Yeah. There was nobody. Obviously you had Dean Thomas, Kingsley Shacklebolt, Cho Chang, the Patil twins, who are all people of colour. There Lays, was that random Zambini. guy in the movies. Who made those comments in Prisoner of Azkaban that oh. was black, but I don't think he had like a name. Lee Jordan's black. Oh yeah. Oh I love Lee Jordan. I know, right? Where was where was where was our Lee Jordan in the verse? Well Lee Jordan spin off. <laughs> yeah, Lee Jordan spin off, boom. This is what you should be doing, JK Rowling. Hmm. But obviously it's not a main title character. Well not title character, but not main character, and I can completely understand why some people are upset about it. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. I'm not happy about it. And I'm white. <laughs> But it's not because you're taking away like a white character and making her black. It's the fact that you're doing it for the sake of it. If you want to be inclusive, you should have just you should have put in more either diversity you should have done it from place. the start, or you should just apologize for the fact that you didn't do it then. Yeah. Don't try and change it now because what you're doing is you are pointing out the faults of your writing. That's very like, true. Like I didn't even realize. Maybe it's because I'm white. It probably is, but how little diversity there is yeah and i feel like a lot of people might not have noticed until she's pointed it out she is making the faults because it's the unfortunate fact that not a lot of movies at the time were diverse so you, you don't really notice until there are a lot of like different skin colors in a movie i mean and i you're think like, people oh, this noticed, is a... but i mean i was three at the time so i definitely didn't notice yeah but like i'd like to think that if i was this age when the first when the film started coming out would i have would have noticed, noticed. Yeah. and i mean like i said you're just pointing out the faults you are pointing out the faults in your writing by trying to change it now mm -hmm. and obviously you've also got stuff like um religions and stuff i don't think any religion is ever really mentioned in the potters but yeah um, she made the comment, I don't know when this was, I just read it somewhere, that Anthony Goldstein, a Ravenclaw supporting character who is apparently in Harry's year, but I cannot remember <laughs> for the life of me. I recognise the name, but I can't remember any specific. Apparently scene. he's Jewish. Never been mentioned. Like, she's just saying this, because obviously a lot of, like, the Death Eaters and Voldemort, it's very much a touch on, like the nazis and hitler with the fact that yeah. they want pure blood purity kind of thing like it's they don't yeah. want any of the half bloods or even though muggleborns or the muggleborns even though voldemort's a half blood <laughs> what well, it's like how hitler had brown hair <laughs> or oh, yeah, good what color was his hair was like black wasn't it i have I no think. idea i don't know who cares but anyway but yeah you think with all these kind of things about obviously those similarities 
she would have been a bit more forward with religions, especially Jewish yeah. and things like that. But obviously she wasn't. I mean, I can't, I don't even know who this Anthony Goldstein is. And why would you? I can't remember this it guy. It doesn't make sense. If she didn't mention any religion, why would she randomly add a Jewish... One, one as well. Like... She decided this character, this character is Jewish. It's different if she had identified all the main characters as Christian or something and mm. then added Jewish people. But it's the fact that there's no religion and she adds one character Yeah, who is. You're, once again, pointing out your flaws. <laughs> and I mean, that's just... And I mean... insane. One character out of I how can't. many? How many characters do you have? I mean, you've got an entire school full yeah. of people, mm-hmm. and you decided one was enough. It's really it's not. not. <laughs> it's really not. And I mean, obviously, you've got that, and moving on, obviously, from Cursed Child and stuff like that, with all the other changes J.K. Rowling has made, because she's done quite a few. Now, after the Cursed Child. Like, Cursed Child was opening the door to her making multiple kind of... Not necessarily changes. I mean, Cursed Child's probably the biggest one where she's made changes. And obviously, the comment with Anthony Goldstein. But then she's just kind of randomly, off her own bat, (laughs) I think, tweeted certain things. And I mean, she obviously mentioned what we have dubbed Toilet Gate. (laughs) Where she just casually decided that everybody needed to know how wizard toilets worked. And obviously, before they had functioning toilets... She said something along the lines of... What was People it? just relieved themselves where they stood and then washed themselves with a spell. Yeah, which is probably one of the top things I did not need to know. <laughs> Number one, I can't even imagine anyone just going to the toilet and then just magicking it away. No. Because before toilets, any like in the whole world, people like found chamber solutions. Pot. Yeah, chamber pots, holes in the ground. You wouldn't just do it in your trousers. No. That's weird. I mean, do it in a hole in the ground and then magic it away. Don't do it in your trousers. Wizards are smart enough to than that to conceive the idea of chamber pots. of toilets. I mean, surely they would have came up with toilets first. Let's be honest. The, the one of the good things about her spewing out these interesting tweets is that you get <laughs> funny memes out of it. I was gonna say the fandom is going off and it is hilarious. It's always a good day when J.K. Rowling's twi- trending on Twitter. I was going to say, you, I kind of go, oh, stop talking every time she does it. But at the same time, I'm looking at them, tre- I'm looking at them <laughs> tweets. I am going through them tweets because it is hilarious. Some of the things the, the fans say, particularly <laughs> the, the with... The most recent one. The most recent one. <laughs> obviously, after the book was released, the last book in 2007, Deathly Hallows, J.K. Rowling um, obviously kind of came out and said that Dumbledore was gay. Mm-hmm. Which, for me, I mean, it's great. I mean, I can't... This obviously happened in 2007. I was about 10 at the time. But I can't remember him not being gay. If you know what I mean. Yeah, like, same. I always... I can always... That was obviously started rumbling around when I started paying attention to these kind of, to things. And I've actually started remembering them. Like, I can't remember him not being gay. Because obviously I read the books after watching All Bar Part 2 of Deathly Hallows, film-wise. I think I started reading them, like, right a few years after, like, when I was 10, so in 2010. Yeah. Two years after that. So, I mean, obviously, so when I went back and I read the books... You just read him as... In my head, I read him as gay, because that was what she said, and that was what I remember her saying. But for the people who read it before... Yeah, obviously, if you've read the books, there is 
I had that in my head because I knew it because she'd said it. Mm-hmm. It weren't, but when you read the books, there is no indication. There is no sign. There is never any moment where it is said, specified, or even hinted. It's just said that, that Dumbledore is gay. They had a close. He had a close relationship with Grindelwald. I don't really think it goes. I mean, I don't think if someone says that. I if someone says someone had a close relationship, I wouldn't automatically think that they were in a relationship. No. You just think friendship. They were, like, really, really they good friends. They were like friends. brothers. Yeah. I mean, obviously some people will. If you say close relationship, some people will go, ooh. Yeah. Like, it'll make them think of it and maybe go, maybe. Maybe that's what she was going for, but then... But, I mean, if you're going to do something like that, I mean, obviously it's not even like Dumbledore was a side character. It's not like Dumbledore was Anthony Goldstein. <laughs> you know, it was a big, obviously, Harry's Poor mentor, Anthony. head teacher at Hogwarts, headmaster, should I say you know, big character in the wizarding world, even in Fantastic Beasts. He's, um, like, a main... You'd think you'd mention it before then. Yeah. I mean, he danced with McGonagall at the Yule Ball. I don't know why I find that relevant, but I just feel like I should mention it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that was probably just, like, a friendly thing. But I think people just assumed that he just wasn't interested in any kind of relationship. I was going to say, I just assumed he was, like abstinent yeah and just didn't but then again i feel like that with like mcgonagall and stuff like if it's not been said that's what i automatically assume i mean the only reason i like i would think that about snape had we not known that he was in love with lily mm. you know what i mean so i feel like that's i think mcgonagall the... did have a fiance that she ended it with like oh. he had a weird name like dugan oh can i just not remember that i probably just can't remember dugan. That. no i don't think it was mentioned in the books Oh, is this just like the random facts J.K. Yeah. Rowling? It's well, like the random facts thing. J.K. Rowling has said that is not made everyone go, yeah. what? Dugan McGregor, I think. Or like oh. Dugan, Dugan... Something like that. Something weird. Dugan. I'm going to stop you before you spend like 10 minutes going, Dugan, do, 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 We could start a song on that. Yeah, we could. But obviously with that, you'd think with them doing Fantastic Beasts, the films now, they would be showing Dumbledore being gay. Which I think is something a lot of people were excited about when, obviously, Fantastic Beasts, the first one, when did that come out? 2017? Oh, yeah. No. Uh, no, it could be before that. 16, 16? 15? 15, 16. 15, maybe. I, I think it was... <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember if it was no, before. No, it's got to have been around 2016 because it I went... It was after Chris Trial, wasn't it? ...with uh, my friend Stacy in college, and I finished college in 2017... Oh, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts came out a few years ago. I should have researched this and had the number down, but I didn't. I'll do that next time. In the second movie... We're not on the second movie. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> We're still in the first one. But, like, when Fantastic Beasts came out, I was very excited, and it was amazing, and it was great. Like, it was great. I loved the first one. first one is amazing. Like, I could watch that It's the perfect so introduction much. to the the whole well it's the perfect I think you've gone with just a book on Fantastic Beasts and where to find them which didn't really say anything about Newt's commander at all but she did a great job with but it but they did it well she, she they. didn't make it like David Yates and David Heyman and everyone did the a great Davids job the Davids did it. a great job but obviously I mean I've got the, the screenplay I bought the book of the screenplay mm-hmm, same. which you did and it was amazing and I mean it definitely like I said kind of like with Cursed Child it was like coming home it's like here we go yeah. again like you heard kind of the not not Hedwig's theme but like I think it was a variation yeah of and it like le- led into yeah and like it's a like, different version oh my god they've got wands again it yeah. was a whole like everyone was so excited and obviously it was an amazing film I didn't quite understand when they said that it was gonna be a franchise 
I think, yeah. Five, is it five movies? Is it, As a standalone, that works. That's a bit excessive. But it's going to be five movies, eventually building to the duel between Grindelwald and Dumbledore when Dumbledore won the Elder Wand from Grindelwald. But if you did think... She ki- did he kill Grindelwald? No, because... Um, oh, no, because he's in prison, isn't yeah, he? Voldemort he... goes into, tell me where I can find him. Tell me where I can find him. He's like, it lies with him. Yeah. <laughs> You should have been cast in the movie. It lies with him. With my man voice. Yeah. But, um, yes. <laughs> I didn't mean to agree. How dare you. But yeah, I remember that bit now from the film. I just remember where he finds his Voldemort just kind of swooping in. Where is yeah. it? Yeah, oh, and I remember seeing memes where it's like, Voldemort at Dumbledore's grave. What up, YouTube? It's time for another unboxing. <laughs> that is But we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Back in the room. So, obviously, that's what it's going to build up to. But mm-hmm. my first thought with that is, what the hell does Newt Scamander have to do with that? Mm. The only thing you've ever heard about Newt Scamander, prior to Fantastic Beasts, even with Fantastic Beasts, is that he's just a magic zoologist. And so, Luna marries his grandson or something. Yeah, but that's not really relevant to Newt. Yeah, it's it, just, so. like, his last name That's just a in. little tidbit, name drop, read. But if you think they're... Look. The movie's... Based off of the books. This is only a few short of that, and this is based off of a textbook. A fake textbook. Yeah. And and it's like... F- how it's not they... even that. Like The first one was built was based off of fake textbook. The next oh, these four are, like are just going to be... Based off of a... Based off J.K. Rowling's imagination, I assume, and they're just going to go with it until they get to the point where it's Dumbledore versus Grindelwald for the Elder Wand. That's what we're building But I don't know, understand how the series of events is going to take five years. Neither do I. And I also don't understand how Newt's going to be involved the whole thing. I mean, like I said, he's a magic zoologist. Mm -hmm. When you talk about Grindelwald versus Dumbledore, he's never mentioned. You think he would be mentioned, oh, by the way, you know, magic zoologist and, you know, prominent figure in the battle between this. But he's never mentioned. I mean, I didn't even know he had a brother. I'm not going to lie, but apparently he's got a brother. What, Theseus? Yeah. Yeah. When was that mentioned? But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that would have been mentioned before now. Like, you can't try and drag him along for no reason. Because, again, you're changing canon. Like, he was never there. I mean, if you want to do a thing with Grindelwald and Dumbledore, do a thing with Grindelwald and Dumbledore. But have it separate. Grindelwald and Dumbledore have barely been in (laughs) the Fantastic Beasts movies. I mean, I assume we're building to that. I mean, obviously, this obviously, I have not seen Fantastic Beasts two yet. Yeah, in the second one, it, they kind of explain more me how Newt it. is involved because basically the whole premise or idea of the second movie is that Dumbledore can't move against Grindelwald. And do you mind spoilers? No, I mean that's in the trailer. They've, I can't move against Grindelwald. This <laughs> to be you. Yeah, that was like in every trailer. I should do the voiceovers. You should. <laughs> <laughs> um, it lies with him. <laughs> Basically, because of this new form of magic, or not new, but it's newly introduced. Oh, is this another change to canon? A blood... Blood... Oh, crap. Blood... Oh, is it like the thing where Voldemort couldn't touch Harry? It's kind of like that, but in a physical form. Yeah, but he couldn't literally touch him until it's like, I can touch you now. And then (laughs) does that weird thing with his finger. Like the whole epic... Nah, I like can't, in Goblet of Fire when he I can't remember who has it, but it's like a thing with both of their, like, samples of blood in it. And they, oh. oh, Blood Pact, I think is what it's called. Really? That was what you couldn't remember? Yeah, sorry. Blood but, Pact. And so they can't physically fight. And oh. so I think Newt has to somehow 
mediate I'm not <laughs> gonna lie do something if I needed to stop a powerful wizard that I've known for years I wouldn't be going to a magizoologist to help me with that I think it's a whole thing I'd be because going like to Newt, an aura. Newt doesn't want power mm. and Dumbledore and Grindelwald both do so he's like the safe He's the safe zone. But the thing about the blood pack, this is kind of going on. And auras aren't aren't auras supposed to be not power hungry? Like, why are you not just going to the auras? I don't know. And I well, mean, that's why Theseus. I think Theseus wasn't he an aura? I think he's an aura. Yeah, I don't know. He was there. I don't. I can't remember what happened in the movie actually. But the thing <laughs> about the blood. It was that good. She can't remember. <laughs> when J.K. Rowling DVD's introduced the blood it. pack thing, but. So it's, is it like the Unbreakable Vow, but blood version? Yeah, but the thing is... Because you die if you break an Unbreakable they Vow. They made it before the thing with Ariana. What's the thing with Ariana? Where remember. they dueled, and then Ariana got killed, and oh. they don't know. But that means they couldn't have been dueling. And I think it's a thing where... Another change to Catelyn. Grindelwald was dueling his brother, and... Oh, Theseus. Yeah, and... No, 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 no. Grindelwald has a brother. Oh my no, days, Dumbledore's, so much Dumbledore's brother... What's this called? Yeah, so Grindelwald was dueling Aber- Aberforth because Aberforth didn't want Dumbledore and Grindelwald to go to wherever they were going. And then Dumbledore was getting stressed and so he intervened, but because of the blood pact, it bounced off and hit Ariana. I think that's like the justification with right. them having the blood pact. I'm not going to lie. But it's really confusing. I'm not going to lie. Prior to, obviously, I don't know whether it's just because obviously, I mean, the Great Wizarding War is Voldemort, isn't it? And then the second yeah. Great Wizarding War is Voldemort Part 2. 2.0. Hmm. Harry edition. So, why... I mean, the whole thing with Dumbledore and Grindelwald is barely even mentioned in Harry Potter, so unless it's just because of that, but I don't really see that being that significant. Like, obviously you've got, in the first Fantastic Beast, you've got the whole thing with... I assume Grindelwald was, like, a pre-Voldemort, if you know what I mean? Like, is did Tom yeah. Riddle, like, get inspired by Grindelwald? I, I mean, have you'd no think idea. if Tom Riddle got inspired by Grindelwald, he would have broke his ass out of Azkaban. Was he in Azkaban? I think... He's got to be in Azkaban. No, he was... No, he was in the jail that he made himself. Ah. Well, you think he would have gone and broke his ass out of the jail he made himself? I think Voldemort thought he was above Grindelwald, like, better. Ah, other than when he wanted his wand <laughs> that he didn't have, because it <laughs> he was He was like, oh, him. I actually need something from this Oh, yeah, geezer. I actually kind of need something here. But, like, obviously, I feel like if the whole thing between Dumbledore, especially with Dumbledore being such a huge part of Harry Potter, wouldn't they have mentioned this before? Maybe this is the reason I'm finding it so hard to believe they're going to flesh this out for because five Because they films. didn't mention... Because nobody really has any idea where it's going. Like, it's going up to a we big just fight. Know, we know how it's going to end. How can they fight if they've got a blood pact? That's like what's going to unravel in the next movies. And you need three films to do that before the first you eventually movie, get to the The fourth? first movie was like establishing... The know. fourth movie was great. They're just going to ruin it now, yeah. I feel. Like, it's... I mean... I probably... Mate, if I realised I was going to have to buy five screenplays, I probably wouldn't have bought the first <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie, they're very pretty, and it's kind of annoying because I really like it. I don't like how the second one is taller than the first it's one. It's not though. taller if you bought the hardback, love. Oh. Do you have the paperback of the first Fantastic Beast? Well, we're getting off we're topic here. We're <laughs> looking at Chloe's bookshelf where the books happen to be, in case you were wondering. Like, how she just randomly decided. But, I mean, I think my Fantastic Beast is bigger because oh, yeah. it's, it's the hardback. If you got the hardback, you'd be fine. Fair enough. But, like, if I knew there was going to be this many of them, I probably wouldn't have bought the first one because I don't really care. I don't know. I'm going to have to watch Crimes of Grindelwald just to see. But, obviously, there's a whole thing with it because, obviously, Crimes of Grindelwald was not... It was good. ...as well received. It was really... It didn't do as well at the box office. There... 
they've now postponed Fantastic Beasts 3 because of how bad Crimes of Grindelwald did at the box office and they want to make it better. But you are, like, are we even going to get to the fight between Grindelwald and Dumbledore? We better. Or are they going to cancel I've dedicated it? too much time. Too much time? There's been, like, one more film, love. <laughs> the first one is not a task to watch. I mean, obviously, as well with Fantastic Beasts, there's the whole controversy of... Controversy? <laughs> controversy over Johnny Depp being in them. Oh, yeah. They should, oh, Colin Farrell Here's the was thing. great. I love I'm not Colin really. Farrell. I'm not insane over Johnny Depp anyway. All of his controversy with Amber Heard. Amber Heard? Yeah. Amber Heard aside. He makes a good Grindelwald, though. He's, like, disgustingly Here's the thing. stringy. I don't see him as, as Grindelwald. I think Grindelwald was supposed to be, like, a handsome, charming... Exactly. I don't... When I see Johnny Depp with that blonde hair and that weird mustache white beard hair. thing, I'm like... I. One of the best tweets I saw when Johnny Depp was announced. Was, I know which one you're talking about. I saw so I saw someone tweet something like, "Can we all feel like really sorry for Jude Law because he's got to pretend to be in love with Johnny Depp?" Yeah. And it was the funniest thing because I completely understand where they're coming from. And there's an but obvious I, physical looking age difference because I know that, like they're supposed to be the same age. age. Yeah. But Johnny Depp is obviously older than Jude Law. I mean, I think they're actually about the same age. Yeah, but Johnny Depp's to... around fifty, isn't he? Jude Law's around forty. Yeah. But I mean, you Johnny Depp hasn't aged as well as Jude Law. With technology though and makeup and stuff today, you could have easily amended that. Mm-hmm. You just didn't. But I mean, you cannot have Colin Farrell in the first Fantastic Beasts he be is, as he was perfect so good. as he was as Grindelwald slash Percival Graves, and then put Johnny Depp in, who, in my opinion, is definitely not. I mean, if Grindelwald's supposed to be like a charming, handsome, powerful wizard. You can't go from Colin Farrell. How can you respect someone who doesn't condition their hair? <laughs> <laughs> How can you respect someone who doesn't condition their hair? <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. I'm not gonna lie. But, but like, you can't go from Colin Farrell being as perfect as he was to Johnny Depp, who I just don't see. I mean, even in the trailers, yeah. When he's like, "Do you think Dumbledore will mourn for you?" I'm just like, I'm, when's I'm the last time you brushed your, your teeth? I'm mourning your acting because this is bad. Like, but when you rewatch the first one, Colin Farrell's hair blonde. <laughs> Give him a tash and a little goatee. It's not difficult, guys. But when you rewatch the first one, contacts. You, seeing Colin Farrell, you can totally tell it's like perfect. The, sh- the Grindelwald showing through the Percival Graves facade. Well, not really, because you don't know who Percival Graves is. Question: Is Percival Graves dead then? Yes. So this I means so. we're not bringing Colin Farrell back. <laughs> I don't think so, unless like damn it, there's like some reveal. Oh, could we not just do that? Like they find next. This is what's gonna happen in Fantastic Beasts three. They're gonna find Percival Graves like tied up in a basement somewhere, <laughs> and he's gonna be the one that comes out and starts like battling instead of Newt. And then we're gonna get rid of Newt, oh. and then Percival Graves is gonna do it. Because I mean, he's an aura. Like it makes sense. He was a good one as well to be Graves. It doesn't make sense for it to be Newt. I won't lie. I don't know. Like, I like Eddie Redmayne, and he's really good as Newt. I love... Yeah. He's the perfect actor to play But Newt. again, you're a magi-zoologist. Like, Not in the normal. second movie, I don't understand what I he did. I want Colin Farrell back. Continue. What happened in this? I don't know what you're talking about. I can't remember. Like, I physically can't remember anything significant that he did. It was, it was like, That's the Lita Lestrange story. Tina is was that, barely in it. Is that relevant, though, the Lita Lestrange story? They've I mean, spent so the much time on her that, that I'm, I'm guessing that she's supposed to be... I mean, she's a restrained. She broke Newt's heart, I think. I think. 
me based I haven't watched the but film she... in a while. That's like literally the only relevancy. But this is what I mean. This is why I don't see how Newt's gonna be in it for all five books. But books, movies. Because he's he's not relevant to that story. He's not relevant to the Grindelwald Dumbledore story, I don't think. I read something that some because something happened at the end of Crimes of Grindelwald that may have started um, a protection spell, the same one that Lily did on Harry. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I, it's not confirmed Over that that happened. Well, I don't want to say who died because we haven't watched it. Oh, someone died? Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, but it's... They're but, going dark but real then quick. you don't know if it casts protection over one character or another. But wait, isn't Ezra Miller, whose name, whose character's name, I can't remember. Credence. Credence. Wasn't he supposed to die in the last one and then all of a sudden he was in this one? That's weird. Yeah, he didn't die. And he didn't do anything in the movie either. So why is he still there? He just followed Nagini around. Like, you... I mean, you killed him off. Why is he still oh, there? Oh, there was a gigantic reveal about him at the end that I forgot about. But he have didn't do anything. you forgot any- the reveal or have you forgot... Um... I'm trying to think. I think he... Grindelwald is saying that Credence is Aurelius, another Dumbledore. Who's Aurelius? Someone that hasn't been introduced yet. But apparently oh another Dumbledore brother. But we don't know if he's lying or telling Oh, Aurelius truth. Dumbledore. Okay, I think I saw something like that. Because yeah. I like reading spoilers. Because I hate myself. <laughs> you should, why did you even need to ask if I'm okay with spoilers? You know I read spoilers like all the yeah, time. Yeah, I know, but I, I still can't want you to stop watch myself. The movie. I don't like that you read spoilers. I'm gonna watch the movie, but I don't want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to spend? Oh, hopefully my mum's bought it or my uncle, so I can just borrow those. Yeah, and then I'll. Watch I mean, it. I wouldn't buy it. I bought the first time. <laughs> I bought the first one. I like the first one. The first one's really good. I just don't. I just don't see a how Newt's gonna stay relevant. B how the hell they're going to get to the end. I mean, if you like I said, if you wanted to do a Grindelwald Dumbledore thing, do a Grindelwald Dumbledore think... thing. Just don't tie it into Fantastic Beasts because I don't see the relevancy. Like, how is it even about Fantastic Beasts? Oh, there were barely any Fantastic Beasts. I mean, in the obviously, one. they showed them in the trailer. Yeah, but that their There's screen time in be... the trailer was their screen time in the movie. Oh, well then, that's disappointing. I only watch for the animals. The it's really animals. weird. It's all about the Nifflers. Like, the first one was about the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, and it was This great. one, the focus wasn't on them. Like, there were some, like, and they helped, but it, the, it's not the focus. This is what I mean, though. Why are you continuing it with Fantastic Beasts and Newt when it clearly has nothing to do with either of them? It may turn out that this is just... It may turn out that it was actually a Fantastic Beast that um, disarmed Grindelwald. Ooh. <laughs> oh, the Niffler! Like the Niffler! <laughs> The he, like, stole the Elder Wand or something. Out That's all I hope that happens. The Niffler is the true master of death. <laughs> he has the Elder Wand. It's all about the Niffler. Yeah. I mean, they're going a bit over the top with the Niffler, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's cute and everything, but why is there, like, four of them now? Oh, uh, yeah. Because wasn't there, like, the Funko Pops as well, like, the babies? Yeah. Like, I, f- I forgot what the babies did in the movie. It's like the Ewoks in Star Wars or something all over again, where it's like, they're cute one time, but then you keep doing it, and it's yeah. just not cute no more. Or something else. I'm trying to think of another instance where they've had something cute and then you're just like, you're going too far now. Like the Porgs in Star Wars as well. Oh, you add a cute little cute. animal and you're just like, okay. I was going to say Jar Jar Binks, but he was never cute. He's just... He was funny when you were about five. Yeah. That's that's another podcast. <laughs> I do a Star Wars podcast. Trust me, I've got some things I can say about Star Wars. Yeah. So I can do that again. But um, let us know if you want, guys. Yeah. Star Wars podcast. Any points you want us to talk about in that? But yeah, I just don't... Isn't J.K. Rowling also writing? She writes these, doesn't she? She writes the screenplays, I think. Yeah, Because obviously it's J.K. Rowling's screenplay. 
So this we can attest to her. But obviously, I mean, like I said, one of the things I was actually excited about in these was the fact that we were actually going to see Dumbledore's sexuality. Because she said it at one point. I heard she something. She said it was going to address their sexuality. And then it was like, well, we're not actually going to have it in the film. Yeah, I heard that. But then they did mention so it. So you're not actually addressing it. So they did actually mention it. What I did they think say? so. Because I remember being like, oh, there it is. But I don't... I, I haven't watched it since <laughs> oh, it came out it in February. Wait, it wasn't February. It November. Was not February. November. I'm just stupid. <laughs> they did reference their intense sexual relationship. Oh, yeah. Did we even talk about that yet? No, we have not. Oh, yeah. The most recent thing J.K. Rowling tweeted, this was like last week as well, Yeah. was that Dumbledore and Grindelwald had an intense sexual relationship. The memes. Which, once again, <laughs> was tweets. not relevant. Hilarious. But the memes and tweets were going off. And it was hilarious. I'm not going to say any. No, I was just... I wanted to, but... Uh, I really want to. But If you haven't read if them... If you haven't read them Do right yourself now, a favour. Do yourself a favour, <laughs> yeah. Google them. We're not going to be able to mention even half of the funny ones. Because there are a lot. They're explicit. There's so many. You just have to, yeah. like, type in... Probably type in Google, like... J.K. Rowling tweets. <laughs> like, Dumbledore, Grindelwald, sexual relationship, and you'll probably find everyone's replies. And it was. Like, do yourself a favour and do it. Because yeah. it was hilarious. Like, I spent a good half an hour just scrolling through Twitter, looking at all of these. It was great. That was, It was a good yeah, day. Like, I'm not going to lie. If she's going to add random things and it's going to turn out with stuff like this, I'm happy with her doing it. She can it. continue. It's going to give us a bit of entertainment. Every now and then, just as everybody just... Just going to lessen people's respect for it's, I mean, it does. I mean, obviously, I I love the Potters. Like I said, we've grown up with them. But the more she talks... The more plot holes are The more revealed. plot holes are revealed. The more problems and, obviously, things she hasn't done gets revealed. And I'm trying so hard to keep, like, my good opinion of them. It's just so obvious that she's changing things after the fact. For the sake of it. Not because yeah. she wants to. Because that is thing that I was going to mention earlier but forgot to. On Pottermore, the... Um, what family tree was it? Malfoy family Malfoy's, tree? I think. Where Delphi's not on it. Yeah, from When she's child. technically a Malfoy. But people were saying, oh, well... Yeah, she should be because you've obviously you've still got... Um, and they still there. have Tonks on it, who's married... And Lupin's on it. Is on Teddy Pottermore. On it? Um, That's what we care about. Is Teddy know. Lupin there? I don't remember. Protect Teddy Lupin. But if you have a werewolf on your tree, but not Delphi. But I mean, in the in the films, and I think in the books, they reference the fact that they'd obviously scorched Andromeda's face off after yeah. she married she Muggle-born Ted Tonks. But if it's still... I mean, I assume the tree still continues. They just obviously scorched the Ixus magic. So I assume yeah. Teddy was there, and I assume Tonks was on there. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Harry saw that Tonks was on there. Yeah. But her face was scorched, scorched out. Scorched out. So I assume, obviously, it's magic. So when she married Lupin, Lupin was automatically there. And then when oh. Teddy came in, Teddy was automatically there. Yeah, but then Delphi's not. But then Delphi's not. So clearly, it's not canon. Yeah. It's clearly fan fiction. I'm, I'm starting to think that J.K. Rowling is not canon herself. I don't think she is either. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what are we going to find out next? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. If I, I love the tweets that were like, you were gay all along. Says yes. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. We're going to wake up and find, like, Harry's gay. He married Ginny as a cover. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. But it's just... Yeah. 
it's so hard to try and maintain like that really good opinion of. I mean, I'll always like her because she's the one who gave us Harry Potter in the first I place. I mean, I said this because I mentioned obviously that I I wasn't a huge fan of her in uni one day, and obviously I have a Slytherin lanyard. Mm-hmm. So um, Star was like, "You sure?" Like looking at my lanyard, and it's like I can like what you've created without liking you. True. You can very much make me dislike you. Like she can't. I mean, it's not like I could dislike her. But it's not like I have a huge fondness for her either. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of existing. She's just kind of existing now. Someone needs to take her Twitter away. <laughs> she, I turned on post notifications for her when I first got Twitter and I had to turn them off after a week because she tweets so much. Not even just about Harry Potter, but politics and Brexit and stuff like that too. Mm. She said something to do... I, don't, I can't remember what it is and I'm not going to talk about it because I don't know enough about what it is. But I know she started talking about Jeremy Corbyn at one point. But obviously, and I think it was in, like, in reference to, like, Dumbledore or something, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't know what it was, so I'm not going to mention that. I mean, feel free to Google, like, J.K. Rowling, Jeremy Corbyn, just to figure out what it is. If you really mm-hmm. want to, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to. Mm-hmm. Just to try and figure out what the hell I'm thinking of. But I know I saw it probably when I was looking for all these canon changes. Um, But, yeah. It's like, I, I love, like, I like the Potters. I love the Potters. I will probably always like them, but mm-hmm. I'm losing... It's not like I'm not losing respect. J.K. Rowling's just losing credibility. We're losing faith in her ability to produce the same caliber quality content of work. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like I mean I don't even know what she's doing anymore because like she just decided she doesn't want to write books because obviously she did that and then she she's done Potter. She did like the Casual Vacancy or whatever it was and I don't think that was did which was like an adult book and I don't think it did very well. And then ever since then she's obviously just done the screenplays Screen really for Fantastic Beasts. I mean, it kind of annoyed me when Fantastic Beasts came out and she said, like, that was what she wanted to do all along. Did she say that? She's Yeah, she said, this is the area of, like, the wizarding world that I wanted to do all along, the more adult with all the beasts. You know, she never wanted, like, the child story of Harry, but she did it because... But that's what was, she started with. But she did it because it was more marketable. But, like, every time <laughs> you hear disappointing about... disappointing to you. Yeah. But every time you hear about her writing Potter, she's like, it started on a train with a boy. You know, so how can this be what you've always wanted to do when that was what you came up with? Mm. Have you been lying all along? How dare you? She's deceiving us. She's deceiving us. She's been deceiving us for however many years. 22 years. Jesus. That was quick. That's nearly as old as I am. You are old. I'm getting old. So yeah, it's just, it's hard. It's a toughie. Mm-hmm. She's changing so... Oh, it's funny, though. It is funny when you go on Twitter when she changes things, but... I mean, I don't really... If you don't take it so very seriously, it's humorous, and you can just, like, let it happen. Yeah, but, but I don't... But people get really worked up over it, and I don't think that's healthy. I mean, I understand why they're getting worked up over it, because yeah. I just... I don't necessarily think people are getting worked up over it. I think everyone's just, you know, nobody thinks it's necessary. People are frustrated. No other up. author adds this much to what they... To, like, their content after the fact. Mm-mm. Like, nobody else... I mean... What's his name? Um, George Martin that wrote writes Game of Thrones mm-hmm. didn't the first Game of Thrones book come out in like the mid 90s he's not changing all the stuff he wrote back then and look how successful he is you know and he's still doing like the same thing and obviously you've got the TV show now so J.K. Rowling doesn't need to and I saw a tweet about um, how Susanna Collins who wrote Hunger Games like wrote them dropped off the face of the earth and now she's like living she's, happily she's living with that money and we're happily living you know, with a preserved Hunger Games yeah. series and, yeah, you know, I mean, even with the films, it's not like she's come out after the films came out and said, oh, by the way, I'm writing Hunger Games poetry. Yeah. 
Hunger Games fan fiction, <laughs> Fifty Shades edition. Oh my god! Oh, that's where J.K. Rowling's going next. She's oh, already started she... with the with the intense the... sexual relationship. <laughs> this is just the beginning. It's all going off. It's going downhill. It's going downhill. But yeah, I think she's she's slightly losing credibility. I think a good stopping point would have been after the movies were done. But then I a good then stopping I stopping point is now. But then I th- thought that when the first Fantastic Beasts came out, that that was that's the stopping point. Really Stop good. there. Stop now. But the problem is, if they had made that a standalone movie without it leading onto anything else, it would have been perfect. But since yeah. they're building up to this thing... Yeah, I just don't see what... I mean, it's, it's the same I was thinking earlier like, with Tina. You know what I mean? Like, they're obviously, like, there's the side relationship with Newt and Tina because they obviously get married. Yeah. At some point. And have kids. Tina was barely in the second Which movie. is also random. Like, are you going to have that in there as well? Are we going to have, like... Dumbledore and Grindelwald kill, trying to kill each other and then those two just having getting married on the other side with all the Fantastic Beasts. Like, is that what's going to happen? I have no idea. That would be hilarious. There is no telling where these movies that are going. Be, that we would just be know where they're ending. Wreck. Yeah, we know where they're ending. We have no idea how it's going to get there. And to be honest, it's I feel like it's going to be a car crash. I won't lie. I, I just don't feel any feel sense of direction. Neither do moment. I. I mean, it's kind of annoying because I think Jude Law is perfect. He looks yeah, so good as Dumbledore. He's a perfect Dumbledore. Like, get Colin Farrell, get Jude Law... Grindelwald Dumbledore film done. That's mm-hmm. all we need. Mm-hmm. That's all we want. It's just a bit <gasps> stressful. It's a lot, but I think that's it for today. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've got we've got our grievances covered. Most we've covered the J.K. Rowling side. We still have the Harry Potter side. We can talk about yeah, which we will talk about. So that is to come. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Obviously, in the future. Mm-hmm. But that is all for today's podcast. Don't forget you can follow me on my blog at Emma's Chapter on WordPress or you can obviously tweet me as well and follow me on Twitter at Emma's underscore chapter on Twitter. You can find all, the, all of my other social medias ve- through my Twitter or through my blog, my mm-hmm. Goodreads, my Facebook, Instagram, everything like that. Feel free. Every single social media Every platform. Single, I have a lot. You have some too, but you just choose not to share your social media. Well... It's pretty lame. <laughs> it's pretty. You don't tweet. You have no original tweets. I lots. No, I original tweeted something. Originally tweeted something. Yeah, you tweeted this is an original tweet. That doesn't classify. Anyway. Something else. <laughs> you can, you'll find Chloe. If you want to find Chloe, you will find her. You can find her through my Twitter. Mm-hmm. But that is it for today. Thank you, Chloe. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> For this very lengthy discussion. Yes. And thank you, JK Rowling, for entertaining. Oh, yes. And whatever it is you're going to do next, we're, I'm waiting. It's going to yeah. come. You know she's going to tweet something else. Yeah. But anyway, until next time, bye bye. <laughs>